Hi everyone, I'm Alex and this is New Wine, a podcast about laying down the old and welcoming in the new. Where there is new wine, there is new power and I'm so happy that you guys are joining me on this episode. Now, last week we started the conversation about welcoming in 2023 and how that was feeling for all of us and how I was feeling about, you know, just letting go of 2022 and welcoming in a new year since it's literally around the corner. And this week I'm expanding on that conversation. You know, last week I talked about how I felt like during the year of 2022, I was way more present, way more um, aware of things that went on throughout the year. Like I, I felt like I was very conscious of what was happening, what was going on. I really savored the good moments and took it in. And, you know, I feel like in previous years, I was distracted. I, my mind was on overload. So I really wasn't present in a lot of moments because my mind was just over always working. Um, and I also have had years where I was just simply over it. But this year, 2022, I really remember the moments and I'm so grateful for that because it was filled with a lot of memories, a lot of, a lot of things happened in my life this year. Um, and as I welcome in a new year and as you welcome in a new year, I hope that you can go into it in similar fashion. And I mean by being present. Um, I didn't really expand on this last week as far as what changed in my life to make me become way more present this year versus, you know, this time last year or even just last year as a whole. But, you know, something as simple as putting my phone down in a lot of moments really helped me to be present. I know it's simple. I know it may be simple, but it's not as simple as we probably think it is because we are, we have our phones attached to us. I mean, right now as I'm recording this episode, my phone is right here by me, by my side and it's just always with us. We, it's an emergency if we don't have it, but it's moments of our lives that come in that doesn't always call for us to pick up our phone. And this past year, I really honed in on that and it would be times where I'll be traveling and I'm out and I see something that's beautiful to me. And I don't, I try not to scurry and get my phone out too quick. Like I really try to take in what I see and really soak in what, what, why did that catch my attention? And why do, why did, why do I love that so much? Um, I try to be aware and I, and I take the, take pictures and I post stuff on social media, but this past year, I really slowed down with posting everything I feel like I kind of, have always had privacy, but this past year changed for me in a sense of I still had privacy, but I was very selective about what I posted, um, both on my stories and on my page. And I still feel like I'm personable and people get to see different parts of my life. But it's some pictures I have on my phone that I've never shared. And it's not, you know, and I think because you know, we get to we have those moments that that we love, that we take pictures of and um, that mean a lot to us, but sometimes something is beautiful, even if you don't post it on Instagram, you have to remember that like life has to, you have to remind yourself of that because life will speed ahead and you'll forget that, oh, this moment matters to me, regardless if I get to post it on social media, regardless, regardless if I take a picture of it, this moment is still a moment for my life. Um, 
there will always also be times when I will be traveling. And sadly, I do this a lot because I travel a good bit, but I go out to eat alone. <laughs> no, that probably sounds a little, a little depressing, but I go out to eat alone. And when I go out to eat, you know, I'm obviously at a table by myself or I sit at the bar or something like that. And um, I would always have my phone, like I just said. And this year, and, and, and previous years, I've done the same thing. But this past year, you know, when I was at dinner and lunch numerous times, I really remember like putting my phone to the side, like not trying to scroll social media while I eat, not trying to read a, read a book while I eat, not trying to, you know, look up celebrity gossip or whatever's going on in the blogs, like not try to look at any of that, not watch Netflix while I eat, like literally just sit there and eat my food, like just sit there and it's weird right because nobody's there for me to talk to I'm just like sitting there um and I enjoy my private time my one-on-one time with myself but I'm I'm usually I usually enjoy it more when I can be distracted and have my phone in my hand but this year I kind of tried to do something different and not do that and it it was good like I it was boring. I can't say it was like fun or anything, but I think it was a good practice to incorporate from time to time because it helped me be more present. Like it helped me not just move through that lunch, just like on my phone and eating or on my phone and like scrolling and eating dinner, not even noticing the people who are around me, my waiter, my waitress, like whatever. Like I want to really soak those people in and soak that moment in for myself. So, you know, I want to go into this next year looking at the present, not longing for the future so much, but really like taking in the present and all that it is. Um, But I also want to be present in those moments. I want to spend the time with my family, my friends, myself, um, and really soak those moments in, you know, regardless of what it could look like to other people, because they ain't with me. It's just me. So, you know, this time of the year, like, we hear every single year. It's hard for people. The end of the year, the holidays, 2022 may have been a very tough year for you. And if you're a person who's listened to this podcast and you're like, yeah, Alex, that's me. Like this, this year was, was very hard for me. It sucked. Um, you know, I feel like it was one of the worst years in my life. I'm telling you right now, I've been there and my heart goes to you. I lift you up during this season. Um, I pray that even you, as you listen to this episode, and as we lay down 2022 and get ready for a brand new year, that you even feel a newness that's on the horizon for you. Uh, I'm sorry that this year was not all that you may have hoped it to be or planned to be, but I do know that God is a God of restoration. Um, 2021, 2020 for me were, you know, kind of years from hell, if I'm being honest. But, you know, the 2022 have been year has been a year of restoration for me where, you know, I've laughed so much this year. I've smiled so much this year. I've spent time with my family. I've spent time with people I love and I've just really enjoyed this year. And it wasn't, I didn't plan to enjoy it. I didn't like March into 2022. Like, all right, this is going to be the best, best year. I was just like, like, God, if nothing else happened, please just get me through. Like, I don't just let it be calm. (laughs) And I, and it was, I feel like it kind of was mostly a calm year. So nevertheless, you know, that's what we're talking about today. 
extending on the episode from last week. So if you didn't get a chance to listen, maybe press pause and go back to go back to listen to the previous episode and come back and listen to this one. But regardless, I'm happy that you're here. You know, before we get into the episode, we always like to pour it up. So we're about to do that with our new glass of wine this week. So let's pour it up. Okay, so this week I have a bottle of wine from 19 Crimes, and this is called Martha's Chard. I'm going to hold it up to the camera. Whoa, y'all saw that? The camera focused out. It was like, I know what I'm here for. I'm ready for it this time. I'm not going to move slow. It focused on this bottle of wine ASAP. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, hi. But, okay, this is called Martha's Char. I got it from Trader Joe's, obviously. Um, that's where I get most of my wines from. It's from the year 2021 um, from California. If we look on the back of it, and it's Martha Stewart. When I say Martha Martha's Char, y'all probably like, who is Martha? It's by Martha Stewart. She partnered with this brand called 19 Crimes. So the back of the bottle, it says, 19 Crimes tells the true story of rule breakers who beat the odds and overcame adversity to become folk heroes. This spirit lives on today through innovators like Martha Stewart, a self-made icon who built a domestic empire. Martha's drive embodies the timeless values of the 19 crimes mavericks who came before her. That's cute. What a cute little story. Um, I'm all for people who are innovators, who, you know, are self-made, who really put in the work to make a name for themselves. I just love that. I'm inspired by that all the time. So, all right, Martha, we're gonna, we're gonna pour you up in the glass when, um, a chart. Ooh, it heard the pop. A chart is gonna, is gonna point to a Chardonnay, by the way. So we're looking for a white wine is what we're drinking today. All right. Let's pour it up. This looks good already. Here we go. We just poured up our glass. Give it a little swirl and a sniff. Mmm, very fruity flavors that I smell. And it kind of matches me, which is cute. Very on brand. All right, cheers, everyone. This is good. Very easy to drink. It's very light. It's very fruity. Um, it's easy to drink. It's not dry feeling. It's a Chardonnay. So it's a light wine, like brunch, breakfast, um, with pastas, grilled meat. Like you typically would not drink a red wine with like a pasta because like those foods don't complement each other. This food and drink don't complement each other. But this wine, like a good old, tastes like a, just a classic Chardonnay. Like doesn't give too much punch, doesn't have, it's not too overwhelming of fruits or anything like that, or oak flavors, or it's not, it's not even necessarily creamy. It's just a good old glass of Chardonnay, good old glass of white wine. <laughs> so, all right, if you have your glass, go ahead and pour it up. Um, you know, like, like we just talked about, this episode is about walking us into the year 2023. So I hope you did your homework. If you didn't get it from last week's episode and you brought the list of things that you want to welcome into this new year, I brought mine and I want to share some of them. Obviously, it won't be the full thing because this will be hours long and I know y'all got stuff to do. But, you know, this next year is the year that I will gracefully and prayerfully turn 30. Yes, I'm walking into my 30s in 2023. 
and I don't know if it's my age or just like my own personal growth, um, but I definitely feel like a level of maturity is seeping into me. Like I'm like, oh, I, I just need, I was like, I need to go get a new wardrobe. <laughs> I need to maybe like cut out the crop tops and stuff like that now. I don't know. Like I've just been thinking of things that I want to change into my life as I welcome in like this new age and my body just feels like it's getting more mature. Like I'm just going into this, this new mature age. Um but, you know, my 20s were filled with so many transitions, so many fun times. Even this, you know, my first platform was on YouTube and I started that in my 20s. So essentially this podcast was birthed from my 20s and in my 30s, we're going to run with it, you know, but like, I really feel that 30s is going to be, 30 is going to be a year of ease and blessings and victory um, and just a more accomplishments in my life. But I will save my lessons of 20s for next, for an episode next year. But I hope you all did your homework and brought the things that you want to take and take into the year next year with you. Um, here are some of mine and I'm happy to share them with all of you. Okay. So I hope you guys grabbed your glass. Um, as we just talked about, you know, this next year, this episode is about bringing us into the next year. And I hope you did your homework. Um, because when I look at the year of 2023, it's a year that I'm gracefully and prayerfully, hopefully turning 30. Um, and I'm looking forward to 30. I won't go through the full list of things I learned in my twenties. I will save that for episode next year, but you know, I am coming into this age where as I've been thinking about this next year, like, all right, Alex, what do you, what do you want to feel like in this next year? What do you want your life to look like this next year? Those are some of the questions that I ask myself, you know? How do you want your life to be experienced in this next year? And these are some of the things that I wrote down, which obviously if they relate, take them as your own. Um, but these are some that are personal to me that I'm happy to share with all of you. And when I did this exercise, one of the things that I, that I want to be super outspoken about is you clarifying what you want your life to feel like. And less about what you want your life to look like or what you want your life to do. Um, if you focus more so on what you want your life to feel like, like I want to feel happy. I want to feel blessed. Get a, get a feelings wheel. It's a thing. Go to Google, Google feelings wheel. It come all these feeling words come up and pick some words on that list that resonate with you and your life and what you want 2023 to be for you. Because for me, when I look at the feelings wheel, you know, I, so many things come to what I come to mind as far as like what I want to be and what I want to feel in 2023. But as I did this exercise, these are some of the things that stood out to me. You know, I want to feel more open about life. I want to be open. I want to feel open. I want to feel transparent. I want to feel willing um, to change at any moment. Um, I think this past year, when I think about change that's happened in my life, I definitely um, can be hesitant to change. I'm a planner. So I like to know what's ahead. Like, all right, you telling me to turn right, but what's down the street once I turn right? Like, I'm good with it. Just tell me what's coming up, you know? And that just, that just not how it happened all the time. You don't get the full breakdown when God is saying change something in your life. And so one thing I want to experience in this next year is that I want to focus on being less hesitant about change. I want to welcome in change. It doesn't mean that I'm going to, I'm going to one day end up being best friends with change because I can't say I'm going to ever like it. But when God says shift something, I want to be quick to accept that direction and go. 
Um, I want to be less hesitant about that decision making and just start to embrace change. Um, I think we can always honor our feelings and honor, you know, hey, God, I know you say change or Alex, I feel, you know, that you should be doing this. And like you may feel those feelings and I think you should honor that feelings by saying, okay, I hear what you're saying. Let's pray about it because God's saying change. So let's pray about it and then let's figure out how we're going to change. But yeah, I want to be less hesitant about change this next year. Uh, The next thing I wrote down is I want to have less conflicting thoughts. Don't we all? Don't we all? I want to say conflicting thoughts is like, my thorn in my side that God just won't won't remove because it'll keep me on my knees begging out that I need him every single day. But conflicting thoughts is something that I want to cease or at least have less of in this next year. I want my yes to be my yes. I want my no to be my no. And for me, this this area really stands out in relationships for me. For you, it might be something different. For me, it's in relationships. For me... When I'm in relationship with people, I tend to sway towards what they want. I tend to go towards what other people may want me to do or and less about what I want to do, which leads me to have conflict in my own brain, which I have to work out at the end of the day. And they go about their business. And meanwhile, I'm working out, <laughs> I'm working out, you know, all the conflict in my life or in my mind. Um, but I, you know... I find that I can begin to lower myself around people, um, lower my light, dim my light, you know, make myself kind of behind the scenes to other people's foreground um, because I don't want to disrupt them. Meanwhile, my mind is completely disrupted. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm not okay with it, but I might just say I'm okay with it just to slide by. And I want to stop doing that. A part of having conflicting thoughts is having insecurities and doubt in your own self. And I think the more that I work on my insecurities, the more that I surrender my insecurities to God and and still continue to try to show up as the woman that I know I can be, that those conflicting thoughts will be um, less evident in my choices and and in life, especially when it comes to romantic relationships. Like I'm single, I'm going to do an episode on dating and relationships next week. So come back for the last episode of the podcast. But I, in romantic relationships, I am like, ooh, y'all, you don't even want, <laughs> y'all do want to know because y'all are listening. But in romantic relationships, I really can have standards walking in the door. By the time I get in the door and I see them and I'm like, ooh, he's so fine. He's so cute. Like, whatever. Forget my standards. Like, what, what you want, boo? Like, get it you know I lower my standards when I feel like I I I lower my standards in romantic relationships a lot easier than I did I do in like opportunities that I have in my life it's like if it's a job or a city or an apartment or a house or um decoration for my house like any anything I'm like, oh no, top tier. No, and I'm not going to settle for less. When it comes to relationships, and sometimes it can show up in friendships even for me, I can, you know, I, I feel like I want to show up as who I am and I really want that to be enough. But sometimes I lower myself because people aren't ready for who I really am. And I want to not do that because that leads me to have conflicting thoughts about myself, conflicting thoughts about this person, conflicting thoughts about what God's plan and purpose is for me. Um, I want what I want and I want to stick to it. 
Bam. There we go. That's what we're going to do in 2023. Um, okay. Next thing. One thing I want to share that may resonate with some of you is how I feel like seeing grief from a young age really made me timid about sharing happy moments, which may play into what I just talked about with conflicting thoughts. But I saw grief from a young age, um, you know, grandmothers, uh, family members, uncles, cousins who passed away, a lot of them unexpectedly. So it really shook shook me up from a young age. I didn't really know what was going on, but I, I saw, you know, grief on a lot of people that I loved. And I kind of have struggled to maybe figure that out as I've gotten older. And a lot of that fear of the unknown has really like made me timid about sharing happy moments about my life. And maybe that resonates with you because, you know, I feel like I've become a person from a young age who, you know, I was most appreciative and most happy when other people were having happy moments with me. And less appreciative of the moments that, you know, were celebratory and they were, but they were just about me, you know, and it was just worth me celebrating. I was less appreciative of those moments um, and I was more appreciative of the moments that I shared with other people. And, you know, I don't want to feel bad in this next year about celebrating the great things about myself. I don't want to think every time something good happens to me that, oh, someone has it worse than you, so you shouldn't celebrate that. Or, you know, don't celebrate too hard because you don't know what's coming up next. You know, like I want to try to stop that in this next year, if it's possible by my by my human experience, um, but my kingdom ownership to experience that because oh, it just makes me feel like. I'm self-sabotaging my own happiness when I'm not able to celebrate myself for all the things that I'm amazing at and all the things that I do. And I kind of like wait on other people to celebrate that with me. Um, I think going on solo trips for the first time when I was 25 kind of unleashed me to start doing things on my own and not waiting on people. And that really liberated me. But I still feel like I struggle with having those private moments of celebration or even those public moments of celebration that are just about me because I'm like, oh, well, you call me beautiful, but you're beautiful too. Like, why can't I just accept that somebody just said you're beautiful, girl? You don't have to like give a compliment back to make yourself feel worthy of the compliment that they gave you. Like, I want to just sit in those celebratory moments and really soak it in and be damn proud of myself and like happy that I made it this far and really enjoy my life and enjoy myself and really love the moments that are literally just about me because everyone has them. And I'm a person who loves to see them with every, I love to see happy moments on everyone else and I need to learn how to see them on myself. So in 2023, I'm going to focus on that. And that's it. All right. Next, (laughs) I want to open up my mind and money. All right, we got the money talk to businesses that can equate to additional streams of income. I have a great career. I have some things that I love to do in my career. I really enjoy where I work. I get to travel. I get to meet people every single day. I get to experience different moments and lead people. And it's, 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 I'm using my gifts every single day when I'm at work. Now, when I think about my money growing for me and my money working for me, I think about playing in areas that 
mean something to me, but I don't necessarily have to like do the work to make things happen. So I'm thinking about how can I plant my money this next year into places, into people that are going to be the hands and feet of Jesus in this earth, regardless if it's something that I physically touch every single day. This podcast is something that I touch. It's something that I'm invested in. And it's something that I get out because it's not about me and I'm giving it out to others. I also want to think about my money towards the greater good outside of this podcast. And maybe I've always had an interest in like, um, I've always loved land, which may sound weird, but sometimes when I'm driving around, I see like empty fields. I'm like, oh, a Target would do so good right there. Or a Starbucks would do so good right there. Or a Dollar General would do so good right there. Like I just, I, my mind just thinks that way. And it's kind of something I've nurtured, I think, over the years. I've gotten better and better at, like, uh, spotting out ideal places for growth and for opportunities. And a lot of times, I think, when we think we have these great ideas or these or these in- innovative ideas, we think that we have to be the people to do it. And in this next year, I know I may not be the person to do it, but I may can put my money behind it. I may can put my support behind it. And I want to look at ways that I can do that with my money and finances and not just spend my money on clothes and like things that I want to spend it on, not just spend money on clothes and food and vacations and all of that like in bags. Like I want to spend my money on something that's going to make a difference long term, something I can like see eternal investment in but also like earthly investment in so god you hear my you hear my prayer show me where to place the money and show me the people to plant it in so that it can make a difference and i can sign my name to it period okay and if you bring in multiple streams of income for your girl i ain't i'm not gonna be mad about it at all at all surprise me god show up show up um okay <laughs> next thing i want next thing i want to walk into 2023 is that i want to feel surrounded and supported i want to feel lifted up That means I will have to be protective of where I get comfortable and whose voices I value. You know, everyone in your life who has a voice in your life may not be a voice that you have to particularly value. It may be a voice that you, you know, go to coffee with, go to lunch with, y'all hang out, y'all, y'all do the, do, you know, you go out and have a good time, but maybe their voice is not a voice that you should value in your life as meaning to whatever they say is Bible to you and you should take it and run with it. And and it should, and it should be a part of like what you, what a part of your belief system. I'm learning that, you know, in order for me to feel supported and lifted up and surrounded by quality people, I have to really pay attention to the voices that I value and who has that value in my life. Um, you know, one thing that I want to do in this next year is focus on my community. This past year was really about me. It was about me getting back to me. It was about me loving on my family who I felt like was neglected over time. Um, of me just not being able to spend enough time with them. And it was really just about cultivating my space, my life, my mind, my brain, like really getting back to the core of Alex. This next year, I want to focus on community. I want to focus on who's around me. I want to be around people who I know will show up for me, who will travel if I need them, who will get to me as fast as they can. Like I want to, because I know at the same time, that's the kind of person that I am. And that's who, that's what I will do for others. 
So I want to cultivate my life with that same energy, that same um, awareness of people who want to pour back into me. Um, I have a lot of people in my life who are already like that. I have not enough people who are like that in the place that I live. <laughs> and so um, I'm really focused on where I live and outside of my family who lives here too. Like where, who are my people? Where are they at? Where's my circle? Where's my tribe? How can I unify with them? And we support each other as we move through life. Like that's something that I want to focus on. You know, one way I think that community can change for me is how I serve and like serve opportunities, you know, so joining a church and joining a like a volunteer group is something that I think I could do in this next year but also I love volunteering in a community like at a food bank or you know a teen club or like tutoring for kids or something like that where I or giving back to the arts I, I was a dancer growing up so like something like that I feel like I can give my gifts to and talents to but it also introduces me to people around me and it makes me aware of the community that I live in. And so I, I want to do that in this next year. And I want to make decisions to create space where I haven't felt that like reciprocity was evident. I want to make space for reciprocity to be evident in my life in this next year. And for me to have the right people around me um, as I move through a new city and just like enjoy where I'm living again. Um the second way I want my community to change in my life is by focusing on building my professional network. So I network pretty well. Like at my job, I feel like this is something that I get to do pretty often with the people that I work with. But I often can forget, and maybe you can relate as a young professional or just professional or just in your career or looking to expand your network. You can feel like, especially if you work from home, you're like, I don't see anybody. Like, how am I supposed to network and grow my community? And that's kind of similar to me where I travel, but I work from home at the same time. And I need to get out and meet people who are young and professionals like I am because you never know who you're connecting to, who can point you in the right direction later down the road. And so I want to go to more networking events. I want to get involved in the community more. I want to get involved in the people who are moving the city that I love forward and the cities that I'm from forward. Like I want to do things like that to kind of cultivate the passions that I have, but also brings me around to the right people. You know, I think if you are young and you are in your career and you're looking for places to network, go to different um, apps, the app called Meetup, <laughs> that may sound weird and lame because you're like talking to a bunch of strangers, but they post different networking opportunities, different hang hangout opportunities for you to get yourself involved in from various things. And this is not an ad, but Meetup. If you want to add and, and support the podcast and sponsor an episode, I will definitely welcome it. Um, but <laughs> you know, it's just a time, it's just an app that you can invest your time in and then you can get people around you who are interested in doing the same thing that you're interested in doing. And you never know what can blossom from that. Um, and the last way that I share that I'll, sh the last way that I'll share that I want my community to change in this next year is that I'm hoping I'm being very vulnerable, very vulnerable, but I'm hoping to meet my person this next year. I'm hoping to have my life feel 
in partnership with someone in this next year. Um, these past few years, like I said, have just been about me, been about me focusing on myself, getting back to the truth of who Alex is, who God has called me to be. Um, and now that I've learned so many lessons, now that I've grown up a lot more, I know myself, I'm very self-aware. Um, I feel like my heart is kind of ready and it's open for, you know, love. And I don't want to be nervous about even saying that, but it makes you nervous because you just don't want to get your hopes up. But I'm speaking to my hope and saying that we're getting our hopes up, hope. <laughs> we are getting our hopes up and we are, we are, we are going to believe and pray and not necessarily focus on it. But welcome it, you know, if it comes in this next year. Like, I'm not going to focus on it. I've been there, done that, like, lame, draining, um, toxic. (laughs) But I'm not going to focus on him coming into my life. I'm just going to continue to become the woman that that I know I can be. And I'm going to continue to focus on my healing, my journey, my passions, the things that I want to do. And I know that when God brings him into my life that I'm going to be ready for it because he's going to be ready for me. I'm going to be ready for him. He's going to be focused on his business. And together we're going to take off. Um, Okay, moving forward. I want my life this next year to feel less fractured um, than it has in the past. I want to be able to believe and run like I just talked about. Run with that belief. You know, um, a lot of times when we go through different things in our lives, we don't realize and take account outside of the losses that we feel. Our faith also takes a loss. Um, you know, maybe we stop praying as much as we did. We stop journaling as much as we did. We stop writing down big dreams as much as we did. Um, we really start to turn inwardly and really be like, man, I'm not going to get my hopes up anymore because you saw what happened last time. And hit after hit can really make you just like stop everything. Um, I've been there before where I've just kind of like moved through life and acknowledged God, but didn't really spend that intimate time with him like I had in the past because that my hope had felt fractured. My faith had felt fractured. I had felt let down after believing God to do something in my life. Um, and this next year, I want to enter into prayer, enter into worship, enter into just asking God for big things without having that fear of my faith being damaged again or having the fear of my hope being sliced in half again. Like, I want to get my hope back. I want to get my dreams back. Now I'm getting emotional. I want to get my passions back. I want to really believe God for big things over my life and really believe him and not just like walk the tightrope of believing him. Like, I want to say, oh God, can you can you do this for me? Like, I, if you don't do it, that's okay because I'm not even going to get my hopes up about it. But if you do do it, Praise you. I praise your name. Like, no, I want to, I think that's small talk and that's not who God has called me to be, but oftentimes life has made me that way. But this next year, as I go into 2023, I really want to embrace faith, embrace belief, embrace hoping in things again, hoping in the prayers that I pray, hoping in the God that I serve because he wants to bless me. And I know that, but sometimes it's hard to get my mind in alignment with what I know. Like, I know that he's a guy who looks after me. I couldn't do any of this without him. And I, I acknowledge that multiple times in my life. But sometimes that private practice of prayer and that hope and that belief that I know is in on the inside of me, it's definitely not at full bloom even right now. And I know it can get to that space. I just have to believe that 
God wants to bless me as much as I believe that he will bless me. Um, and I pray for you if you if you feel the same way, you know, where your hope has been fractured, where your faith has been fractured, that you take the steps to try to get back to the place of believing God to do big things in your life again, believing to pray those bold prayers and walk in confidence with your head held high. Like I serve God. He's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He, he rules over this entire earth. He holds the whole world in his hands. Like he created me. He created all of these things and he still called me his favorite thing in the world. And like, that's the God that I serve. One who, who can speak to a demon and they all fall on their, on their faces. Like that's the God that I serve. And I want to believe in the God that I serve at the end of the day. Like, I don't want to just halfway believe in him and halfway hold my heart to myself. Like, all right, God, I'm going to really pray. I'm going to really believe. I'm going to really have hope. I'm going to really have faith that you will answer this prayer for me. And I'm going to submit that faith to him and submit those beliefs to him and walk with my head held high as if he's listening to me and he's going to answer me. Um, which brings, brings me to the last point that I wrote down. I want to share with the last point that I want to share with you all is that I want to embrace life more. It's a gift. I say that all the time. Um, I don't want to live in fear of dying, uh, which maybe that got a little dark too quick. But from a from I think because, like I said earlier, I saw I saw death from an early age. I saw grief from an early age. I have kind of walked um in fear that something bad could happen to me and it could essentially right bad things happen all the time and I don't have a reasons for why they happen like I wish I did or maybe I don't I don't know but bad things happen and I don't want to live in the fear of dying um I want to embrace life I want to love life I want to soak in every single day not because I think that tomorrow won't come, but just because today was good and God is a good God to me. Like, I just want to soak in the days without the fear of thinking, like, I got to soak in the goodness of today because tomorrow something might happen. Like, and I kind of just talked about that with my faith being fractured, but it really comes into play, too, with with my fear of something bad happening to me. Um, when I was younger, I was kind of a good girl. You know, I'm still a good girl, but when I was younger, I was like a good girl. And, um, I felt like, you know, they said a good die young, a good die young. I heard that sometimes when I was younger. I thought that I needed to stop being as good as I was so that nothing bad would happen to me. And really what I've learned now as I look back on those moments where I thought those thoughts is that the enemy was trying to have was planting fear in me. He was planting a spirit of fear in me. You know, we never should excuse me. We never should walk around life in this world as if it's just owed to us, as if like nothing bad can happen to us because we're a child of God or nothing like that. Like I don't live like that. I don't want to live like that because that's cockiness. And like, that means that I know everything and I don't. Um, and so I want to walk through life. I guess I'm trying to find a balance. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to find a balance of like walking through life, not fearful of life or fearful of tomorrow, prayerful about life, prayerful about tomorrow happy about today, but trusting in the God who wants to give me life. I think about the scripture, this is in Psalm, I believe. It says, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I've said that for maybe four years now because this is something I've been struggling with. 
And maybe about four years now, I've, I constantly say that verse and I really speak it into myself. Like I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Like I will be here alive on earth to see the goodness of God in my life while I'm still alive. Like I won't die too young. I won't die from an accident. I, you know, I'm trying to, I speak those things over my life because I want to make sure that my faith is trying to get in line with what the word of God is saying. Um, there's also a scripture that says, with long life, I will satisfy you. Um, you know, I don't have all the answers, nor do I want them at the end of the day. <laughs> but um, I really, I really want to pray over my life and pray over your life if you struggle with the same thing. That even in the knowing of, yes, anything can happen, even in knowing that, I don't want to sink in the fear or walk on the edge of life just waiting to be knocked over. I want to enjoy life. I want to soak it in every day. I want to soak in the moments. I want to live in the moments because they're good moments and not live in the moments because bad moments are coming. Just live in it because it's good. Like this is just good and it's supposed to be good. Like you're supposed to have good moments. So I want to live in that. Um so those are some things that I want to walk into 2023 with. I hope maybe some of those resonated with you and you can take them as your own or edit them or add to the list or whatnot. But as we prepare for this next year, I pray that we all welcome it in with ease. We all welcome it in with, with peace, with freedom, with hope and expectation, with forgiveness of 2022 that we say to ourselves, 2022 brought what it had to bring. I pray that I don't have to carry anything into 2023 that's not supposed to be with me in this next year. Um, that's a prayer you can pray over your life, prayer you can pray over your family and friends. But I want to bring us into the part of the podcast that I like to call Wine or Dine. Now, this is where you can send any and every question you want to me on Instagram at underscore new mind podcast. Hit my DMs up. Let me know any question you have about life, about relationships, about not that I can help a lot there, but <laughs> about, um, you know, Christianity, Jesus, uh, as much as I can even answer there. I don't know everything about that either. Anyway, hit my DMs up. Let me send me your questions about anything. Um, career. I feel kind of confident if you ask me questions about your career, about job opportunities, I feel like I can maybe answer that. So maybe you can go hit that. But no, anything you want to answer, anything you want to ask, you can hit my DMs up. And the point of wine and dine is that I get to read those questions out loud here on the podcast and choose whether to answer them on the podcast or have a sip of wine. Now, this week, someone slid into my DMs to ask a simple question, which I kind of appreciated. It's, they said, what movies and TV shows am I watching right now? Which may not be as juicy of a question as you were expecting or have wanted, but you ain't hit my DMs up, so here it is. Um, but yeah, so for me, it's kind of the holidays right now, obviously, you know, and I haven't watched a single Christmas movie. Right now, I've been watching the impeachment um, on Hulu. Um, I've been watching on Netflix. What have I... On Netflix, I've kind of been skipping over. I haven't been tuned into any one specific show. After I watched From Scratch on Netflix, I kind of feel like I haven't watched a TV series on there since. Um, I love Housewives. That's kind of like my guilty pleasure, watching Housewives. But some movies I'm looking forward to, like during the Christmas time and holidays, I'm looking forward to just like sitting on the couch, laying in bed, watching Christmas movies. Some of my favorite ones 
right now or ones I'm looking forward to um, are Elf, The Grinch, Home Alone, Polar Express, which is my absolute favorite. Um, this Christmas, I might watch that one tonight. The Best Man, all the Medea movies. You know they play Medea all the time during the holidays. I'm gonna watch some of them. Um, the Lampoon Christmas Vacation, um, probably just like any random Netflix or Hulu Christmas comedy or movie that pops up I'll probably watch it um the holidays for me will just be spent like around my house decorating taking it slow um sleeping in cooking just little soft slow things that I'm looking forward to and watching tv like 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 we just talked about so um I'm thinking of doing some live segments on the podcast, you know, and by the way, thanks for sending in your question. I hope that some of those holiday movies or even TV shows I'm watching right now may spark like interest in yourself. But, um, you know, I've been thinking about doing um, some live segments on Instagram and hopefully Facebook if I can get that to work. But I'm looking to go live the week of Wait, the week after Christmas. So the, uh, starting on Monday, December 26th, I'm going to go live on Instagram, I'm thinking. Um, and I'm going to be speaking some declarations for 2023. I'm calling it Declare Over Your 2023. And every single night, I'll go live. I don't know what time yet. So follow me on Instagram and kind of tune in to what time I'm posting Probably vary every day because life be happening, but I'm going to go live every single day during that week, Monday through Friday. And we'll be doing one declaration a night that we can bring into us and speak over our lives, our families, our our futures, our purpose, our journey um, as we go into 2023. And I'm really looking forward to that because I have a part of the podcast that I call Pour It Forward. And this is where we pour wisdom, encouragement, advice into the next and upcoming generation. This generation is faced with so much. And one thing, one focus of this declaration that I'm going to be speaking into all of us as we end out the year is over. It's for the next generation to participate in, too. Um, it's not going to just be for my age. It's going to be for everyone to speak over themselves. You know, what we speak over ourselves is so important. One thing I want to pour into the next generation is how to speak over yourself. So join me on Instagram live um, starting December 26th, running through the end of that week. I think it's the 30th, December 30th, um, where we'll join together every night and speak declarations over ourselves. Um, this is something that I feel like God is calling me to do, something that I feel like I'm going to be doing for my life anyway, anyway. So why not do it with all of you and share it? Um, but I want to speak encouragement into the next generation. I want to pour it forward for all of us, for um, your futures, for my future, for the futures of the next generations. And I want you all to join me on that. Now, we have one more episode of the podcast left next week. Episode 10. Don't miss it. Um, but also after that, we're going to be going on Instagram Live to speak declarations over us. So that's my that's the episode for today. I really hope that it's spoken to all of you. I hope that your 2023 brings restoration, freedom, peace, clarity, new relationships, new confidence, new faith, new hope, new belief, um, a renewed spirit for all that that God wants to do in your life. I really speak that over over you. Um, thank you all for joining me on this episode of the podcast. I cannot wait to pour it up with you guys next week. 
If you aren't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, please. Um, and then give us a five-star rating if you have the time today. But I look forward to sharing with you all next week. And I can't wait to pour it up with you. Bye.